Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host, I am Shemaine Lini, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker and I'm very, very, very happy to have you back with me for another episode I sound happy, yes, because the sun is shining and it's warm outside and I can smell the flowers and like I said in the last episode, I'm so ready for a real spring and summer to come. So thank you for spending some of your day with me. I do really appreciate it. These podcast episodes are actually quite popular, so I appreciate each and every one of you that listens to them and that shares them, so thank you, and I really do hope you all find them helpful. So this week, we're looking at um, skin health. Skin health is a big, like our appearance and our complexion, it can really affect our lives. It can affect, obviously, our confidence and how we feel in ourselves, um, but it can also affect how we express ourselves too. Like it's really, really important. But before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice, please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, let's go. Because um, skin is a big thing. Like I take really good care of my skin and clients always about ask about their skin because as you go through a fat loss journey or a health journey, your skin will start to change. So I do often get questions about this, um, especially around loose skin, but I'm going to do a separate episode on that. So when it comes to your skin, like beauty is more than skin deep. What you eat has a lot to do with the appearance of your complexion and your skin and A number of skin problems like acne and breakouts, they can be cleared up just by altering your diet, including rosacea, which people just think like rosacea is just what I have. It's just what I deal with. No, that's directly affected by your diet. Um, But also it's not just nutrition. There's a lot of stuff that can affect your skin health and integrity. (coughs) Excuse me. So sleep is a big one. Uh, exercise is important as well for skin and signaling and stimulating the cells to make new cells um, and grow and regenerate and heal and all that. Then you've got environmental toxins and then of course stress. Stress affects everything. Stress, stress, stress. Everywhere is stress. Stress is a big one for speeding up aging, increasing wrinkles, reducing skin integrity. Stress is huge. Stress is very inflammatory. Stress oxidizes the body. Oxidation, we think of rusting. It rusts the body. It ages the body. So it's not just your diet. But as a general rule, we look at nutrition first. So a diet high in um, fresh fruit and vegetables, which are rich in polyphenols and 
bioflavonoids, antioxidants, they're going to be important. Plenty of omega-3 fats, especially the EPA and DHA, that'll help lay down the necessary groundwork for youthful and healthy complexion. Certain nutrients also have protective benefits that help you ward off the damage caused by exposure to the elements. And when I say certain nutrients there, for those of you that are my clients and students, that your fairy dust plays a big part in this. Um, but you have to remember, there needs to be balance. If you load up on certain skin health foods while still eating a lot of damaging foods, you're most likely not going to see a significant impact. For example, um, insulin and leptin resistance are major accelerators of the aging process both affect the insides and outsides of your body so it's important that you balance insulin I'm always saying this to my clients it's the first thing I do you need to manage insulin it's not just the fat loss aspect it's overall health it's optimal health and it helps you maintain good skin quality quality and maintain a youthful look the next one would be um I, I just say greasy or toxic fats and oils. They destroy your skin. They destroy your tissues. So think of your internal skin, the skin around your intestines, your digestive tract, the tissues and skin around your organs, um, and then your skin as we see it, your external skin. These toxic polyunsaturated um, oxidized oils, they destroy the body they're so inflammatory more so than sugar is so the most effective way to address these is to start reducing them and eliminating them reduce your processed foods reduce your sugar and refined sugar like some sugar i think is actually okay it's just when it's excess um, and we get processed fructose and trans fats and our bleached processed salts um, and other ingredients that we really don't want. Like these are the ones that are going to affect your health, including your skin. So we want to start really being aware of them, reducing them, and if possible, totally eliminating them. Drugs and alcohol are also enemies of complexion. And pasteurized dairy products can sometimes cause skin issues as well, breakouts and acne, dermatitis, rosacea even. Now, alcohol is a touchy one because most of us have heard about the benefits of red wine for cardiovascular health and blood pressure and sirtuin gene activation and all of that. There's an old man in the gym and he always comes up to me and asks me for information. And I'll always ask anyone who asks me anything. But uh, he has fatty liver and cholesterol issues right now and blood pressure issues. So I was giving him some tips. And then jokingly he said like, well, what about red wine? Can I have red wine every evening? And I was like, well, if you're having ice cream every evening, no, you can't have red wine every evening. And he's like, I thought red wine was good for you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it is. Red wine is amazing. It's almost a superfood. But in context, in context, people, the studies were in context. 
most of the studies around red wine consumption being beneficial for heart health and genetic expression they were done around people who were eating healthy nutritious balanced diets they were not done around people who were snacking on chips and ice cream in the evening or eating lots of junk food or processed foods during the day that would just make things worse adding in red wine that would make things worse so everything is in context so one of i mean there's lots of things i have that i love for my skin now one of the first strategies we can use to improve skin health and skin quality is our fatty acids or so omega-3 fats, uh, our EPA or DHA. This is such a reliable indicator um, and I can usually tell someone straight out the gate I'm known for recommending pure krill oil that if you take this in you're really going to start to see improvements. If I'm specifically trying to improve my skin health I'll increase my dose of krill, but I'm also, um, I do eat a lot of salmon as well, and then I do like shrimp too, so I'm cognizant of getting these specific fats in. So fish high in omega-3s while being low in toxins like mercury, that would be our wild-caught Alaskan salmon, our wild-caught shrimp, Alaskan shrimp. You can get small fatty fish like sardines and anchovies. I know inflammation, the price of food isn't, is insane right now, so if you can't go the extra mile for wild-caught, you can just get... I don't want to say farmed, but let's say Atlantic caught or Pacific caught. You can get them and then try offset any heavy metals or toxins that might be in them with some uh, Montmorillonite clay or activated charcoal or zeolite or something like that. Um, so then the other option is to take a high quality animal-based omega-3 supplement like pure krill oil or wild Alaskan salmon oil or you can get a really high quality cod liver oil and for vegans out there you can even look at an algae oil as well so you have options some of them can be expensive but there's options my clients know I'll always try and look at the price point and quality and then make the best recommendation I can and then if you follow me on Facebook and even on Instagram, you'll know that last week I did a Skin Heroes series. And each day I did a post about specific nutrients and molecules that are amazing for your skin and very easy to get into your diet. So, <coughs> excuse me, in one of these, I mentioned astaxanthin. Astaxanthin is amazing. It's one of my favorite antioxidants, probably because it's in krill oil. And I get the benefits of both the fatty acids and the astaxanthin and have been for years. So, so much research around astaxanthin. You go on to PubMed and you're going to find heaps 
of studies about the beneficial effects of astaxanthin. Um, so astaxanthin, one, can act as an internal sunscreen. It can help protect your skin against UV radiation damage. Astaxanthin has numerous studies on the benefits of macular degeneration, improving night vision, improving overall eye health, and there's a lot of studies around skin quality with astaxanthin. Not just that UV radiation aspect, but it's a very powerful antioxidant, which means it's a free radical scavenger. Um, so it basically donates electrons to free radicals and stops them from bouncing around messing up stuff in the body. So it can act as a, let's think of it as it helps to calm down free radicals and free radicals when I think of them they're like ping pong balls inside your body that have just gone crazy and they're bouncing off everything like a ping pong ball gone crazy and your house would be smashing up everything it hits it's going to knock off the counter off the fireplace smash stuff up so that's what a free radical is like in your body it's just a ping pong ball going crazy and then the astaxanthin comes along, or an antioxidant comes along, it donates an electron, and that then calms down that ping pong ball, kind of the way GABA does for us. It's a calming kind of nutrient. So other healthy fats, of course, include coconut oil, avocado, olives, olive oil, raw nuts. I'm I more so will go towards my monounsaturated fats than I will my saturated fats. I do get saturated fats in my diet, but I'm a bigger proponent for the monounsaturated fats. So we got macadamia there, olives, avocado. They're amazing. So um, they can also be very nutritious on many other levels for other stuff. Okay, then we have Brazil nuts. They're a great choice. They're very rich in selenium. And selenium is amazing for the body on all levels too. But generally, you don't want to go more than four Brazil nuts. So three to four organic Brazil nuts a day can give you a good amount of selenium. And that's very important for thyroid levels as well, but can also give you a bit of iron too. So your fresh fruit and vegetables are going to be great for skin because they give you all these essential minerals and synergistic nutrients, but they're also high in polyphenols, bioflavonoids, antioxidants. They've got lots of water in them as well. Not enough people get water and they help to optimize your detoxification systems and pathways too. So if you have got anything that could be encouraging aging in your body they're going to help get them out too greens are more important than people actually think they are i think a lot of people think of salads greens oh my god fat loss diet low carb lower calories i don't want my clients to think of food that way i don't i want you to think of like what is this food giving me, not taking away from me? Why is this important? It's not just about fat loss. It's about everything else. It's about being optimal on every level from your skin right down to your mitochondria, your hair growth, your stem cell production, like everything. You want to live a long, optimal life. And eating takeout and fast food and processed food and quick grab food, that's not going to give you a long optimal life. I was saying to a girl in the gym the other day, uh, I speak to a lot of people in the gym, 
Um, I was like, where do you want to be when you're 70 or 75? Do you want to be able to bend over? Do you want to be able to walk by yourself and take care of yourself? Or do you want to be in a hospital or needing help from your family or a nursing home or something? Like, think about it. Food has this potential to literally make or break your life. And I'm hoping certain clients of mine hear that because that's a strong statement. Food can control us. But, and food is for enjoyment. Don't get me wrong. Food is a very important part of life and the social aspect of celebration and relationships and all that. But food and your food choices can literally make or break your life. Think about that. Where do you want to be 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the line? Is life about the length of your life or the quality of your life and how well you live it? Anyway, so greens, we've got, of course, most people know about spinach and kale. I recommend you cook them. Don't eat them raw. We've got Swiss chard and arugula. These are very rich in lutein and zeaxanthin. So zeaxanthin sounds like astaxanthin. So yes, these are antioxidants, which are more well known for their eye benefits like astaxanthin, they're great for macular health, but they're also great for your skin. Research has shown that lutein and zeaxanthin can provide a fourfold increase in protection against skin damage caused by UV radiation. That is crazy. Seriously, food is medicine, people. Um, so you can... Um, Dr. Mercola has a great article if you can still find it a lot of his stuff got taken down but it was titled eat right to protect your eyesight he has a list of lutein rich foods there um, and simple tips to ensure that you're getting them into your diet so yeah check that out it's titled eat right to protect your eyes by dr mercola then we have um vitamin c most people know that vitamin c is great for I think everything at this stage, um, but vitamin C promotes tighter, clearer skin. Um, vitamin C aids in your body's production of collagen and utilization of collagen, but so does copper. So does copper. Copper is so important. Check out my last podcast episode on iron. Vitamin C, collagen, copper. These are important together. They go together like the three sisters, vitamin C, copper, collagen. So collagen breakdown can leave your skin saggy, of course, and women lose a lot more collagen than men because every time we have a bleed or a menstruate, we lose a lot of collagen. That's why women can age faster than men. So to offset that, we want to be implementing collagen into our days or into our diet along with vitamin C and copper. Okay, Shemaine, how do we do that? Well, you can easily get a collagen supplement for one. Then you can get a vitamin C supplement if you want, or you can eat your fruit and vegetables, your sweet potatoes. Um, and then how do I get copper? Well, we get copper, dark chocolate easy there. Pecans are great. Ezekiel bread is great for copper. So do you have options? Um, and then vitamin C also helps with skin healing. If you've got any side, sort of um, 
gashes or damage to your skin that's not healing properly, vitamin C can help with that, but it can also help clear up breakouts and acne and stuff because it supports detoxification there as well. So vitamin C being an antioxidant helps us to clean up those free radicals I mentioned and help remove DNA damage that they may that you may get that your cells may get from these free radicals so you've lots of options i've given my clients a list of in-season low glycemic fruits that they can implement into their diet between now and like mid-september green vegetables all the time green peppers broccoli brussels sprouts green beans asparagus strawberries kiwi orange and watermelon all tossed together in a little flavored balsamic vinegar man that is a great fruit salad so nutritious so healthy so so many options so besides vitamin c vitamin d and b and vitamin a are also very important and they provide valuable protection against skin damage and even skin cancer vitamin d which is um, metabolized when uv rays hit your skin has actually been shown to reduce your risk of melanoma um Unfortunately, most dermatologists will tell you to stay out of the sun to avoid skin damage, but once you start to do that, you prevent your body from working as it's supposed to. Sun exposure is part and parcel of what helps keep skin healthy. Vitamin D is formed in your skin. If you're taking your protective nutrients, like your krill that has your astaxanthin in it, you're going to be protecting your skin on some level from UV rays, like this really is about having a really balanced nutritional template like it really is you want to protect yourself from everything and then there was one study done by Australian researchers that showed that vitamin b3 or nicotinamide also protects um, those from instances of skin cancer so those who are prone to certain skin cancers vitamin b3 can be quite helpful so the study says the volunteers took either two 500 milligram vitamin b3 pills a day for a year or a placebo after a year those who took the b3 were 23 percent less likely to have another cancer diagnosed the pills also reduced the number of precancerous lesions called astinic keratosis these thick scaly patches of skin were reduced by 20% among the volunteers who took the nicotinamide after nine months of treatment. Uh, those who took vitamin B3 started seeing results in about three months. This, um, what I mentioned there about precancerous lesions caused astinic keratosis i've spoke about keratosis before keratosis is the spots that many people the red kind of bumps and lumps and spots people get on the back of their arms which is highly correlated with insulin resistance and poor nutrition and blood sugar imbalances but here this um, study maybe suggests that b3 might also help with that keratosis too so something to consider 
Um, then topically, we want to protect our skin as well. Obviously, we want to be using natural low toxin sunscreen. Zinc oxide is very common. You're go so you're going to take your internal nutrients, your astaxanthin, your zeaxanthin, your lutein, your essential fatty acids, that's going to protect your skin internally from any sort of sunburn or skin damage. And then topically, you want to be using a good screen, sunscreen. Clean and organic is always my preference, always. There's lots and lots of good brands out there. I have a post in my biohacking library Facebook group on the sunscreens I recommend. It's quite easy to make homemade sunscreen. Lots of local moms in your area, I'm sure, are making and selling homemade sunscreens. I know they are here in Airdrie and Calgary. It's very easy to get them. Um, then you have really good skincare products like uh, Beauty Counter, they do great skincare products. I use Beauty Counter's moisturizers and vitamin C serum on my skin. Oh, I have been for years. I do use some other stuff. All of my stuff is very clean that I put on my skin. You don't have to spend a fortune. Like the moisturizer from Beauty Counter, I think is like $35. It lasts me, ye not years, months. I use um, Alma Organics Rose and Coconut Facial Spray. That lasts me months. So you don't have to spend an arm and a leg on skincare. You can get great ones for very reasonable prices. And then I use Green Butterflies, a local Airdrie company. I use her body butter and her lip balms. Um, and all her products are clean as well. And that's supporting local too. So you have options. And I'm always happy to give suggestions if you want to message me and ask. Now, some other things I know I'm going on quite a bit, but this is important, especially as we come into the hot weather and even the extreme cold weather can be very damaging for skin. So I do want to just kind of give you a good in-depth podcast episode on this. A couple of other things that are very beneficial for skin health and skin integrity. Green tea. I have been drinking green tea since the very beginning of my own health journey in 2006. Green tea is amazing for skin. Not only does it help you stay hydrated, but green tea can give you a skin healthy boost. It's an excellent source of antioxidants and alkaloids and it's got vitamin A, D, E, C, B, H and K and manganese and minerals like zinc and selenium and there's so much in green tea but you also get that um, antioxidant aspect of the EGCG that most people have heard about so or hear about especially in regards to fat burning so EGCG is our epigallocatechin gallate which can be anywhere from 25 to 100 times more potent than vitamin C and E combined. EGCG also has been shown to prevent genetic damage in the skin. I really do, honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I attribute green tea to my skin health. My skin is pretty good and I've been drinking at least two cups of green tea nearly every day since 2006. Even if I go into Starbucks to meet a client 
um, for a meeting, I'll get a green tea if, if, if it's not too late in the day to have caffeine. I'm always cognizant of caffeine. Then I add lemon juice to my green tea to prevent degradation of the vitamins, minerals, antioxidant with the hot water, but also the lemon juice is going to give me more benefits. So um, vitamin C is important. But vitamin C also helps to significantly increase the amount of catechins available to your body to absorb from the green tea. So that's why I like to add the lemon juice as well. I've done a lot of posts about lemon juice and carb absorption and amylase production over the last few weeks. But adding citrus juice so it could be lemon it could be lime juice added to green tea in one study increased available catechin levels by more than five times causing 80 percent of the tea's catechins to be more bioavailable so you're getting more benefits from your green tea by adding lemon or lime juice and then dark chocolate i freaking love dark chocolate i'm a huge proponent of dark chocolate all of my clients eat dark chocolate, all of them, and they have to. It's not just for the flavonoids and antioxidants, but um, especially for the minerals. Dark chocolate has, or cacao, cacao powder, not cocoa, because that's been dutched and processed. So cacao has polyphenols and flavonoids that have been shown to boost skin hydration and improve blood circulation. And you're also getting the fatty acids in there as well. There was this one study that showed that women who drank flavanol-rich cacao powder daily for 12 weeks saw improvements in skin roughness and scaliness compared to the control group. Some of that will be because um, dark chocolate or raw cacao can be very helpful with blood sugars as well, which impacts your skin, like I mentioned with the kerastosis earlier. Then you can add cacao nibs as well to puddings or um, yogurts or some people will just snack on them so I recommend 80 to 100 percent dark chocolate 100 percent would be your raw chocolate or your raw cacao powder and then last second last well this goes hand in hand these two things so you want to have good gut health because Really, your skin is a reflection of what's happening in your gut. Your gut is made up of the same skin that our external body is. It's the exact same skin. So if you break out in a rash or rosacea or lumps or bumps or spots or anything on your skin, you know there's something going on with your gut. So you want to be making sure that you're really feeding and healing and nurturing your gut. Fermented foods are great for their mod biotic aspect. If you need a probiotic, do nutritional yeast is amazing for gut health. I like solar raws, kale chips. They've got nutritional yeast and a lot of other amazing nutrients in their ingredients. Um, you want to make sure that you've got good stomach acid, good digestive enzymes. Apple cider vinegar can help here. All, all vinegars are amazing for the gut. Collagen, as many of you have heard, can be great for healing the gut. Colostrum can be great. 
good yogurts, cheese, uh, stuff like that. Like I've long stated that a poor diet is a major factor for um, skin issues and gut issues. It's obvious. Well, to me, it's obvious. I think most people know nutrition and gut health it's direct. That's what it is. Um, and it can cause an imbalance of hormones, which can also then be reflected through your skin. But in regards to gut, another thing is fasting. I'm a big proponent of fasting. It has to be done healthily, has to be done in a balanced way. It has to be done with the support of a good practitioner. Fasting is not for everyone, but most people really enjoy it and see benefits from it. But fasting can be great for your skin. Not only does it help your gut and digestive tract have time to heal and regenerate, fasting will push down inflammation. Inflammation, inflammaging, helps you age faster, oxidize the body. You want to keep inflammation down. If one thing is going to age you very fast, it's inflammation. So fasting can help push down inflammation. But fasting also allows your body to go in and do its cellular cleanup. So autophagy and cellular um, cell death and regeneration. So apoptosis. So if you're supporting your body like that, then you can regenerate and regrow new, stronger skin cells, healthier skin cells, and fasting can play a big part in that. Um, so fasting can be really good to give your body the time to heal, regenerate, push down inflammation, clear out toxins, clear out damaged cells, grow new, more resilient, stronger cells. Now, obviously, your nutrition plays a part there because your body cannot build new, healthy, strong cells if you're not giving it the tools, the good nutrition that it needs to do that. Like if you fast and then when you eat, you eat crappy foods, you're going to have bad skin. Like that's just how it is. You're going to have bad everything if you do that. So everything has to be balanced. So you want to keep your insides healthy and clean so that your outsides are healthy and clean. Um, you do need to, obviously, you don't have to fully eliminate sugar and processed foods and stuff. Like There needs to be a balance there, but you definitely have to have a big focus on nutrition for sure. Anything that's going to drive up inflammation or speed up aging or inflammaging. I did a whole podcast episode a year or two ago on what is inflammaging. You should check it out. I think it's like eight minutes long or something. Um, these are all really important considerations. So I know I've covered a lot here in this episode. You're probably going to need to go back and take some notes. Do that use this information that I put out. And then if you have any questions, I'm very happy always to answer anyone's questions, whether you see me in the gym, you see me in the store, you see me on the road, I'll always stop and talk to people and answer any questions. Um, or you can message me through my website. There's a button there to talk to me. It says, got a question, shemainsmodelhealth.com. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram, shemainsmodelhealth too. I really, really hope you found this helpful. Your skin has to last you your whole life. You need to take care of it. So nutrition, 
Nutrition can make or break you. Your nutrition and food choices are going to determine how you walk, how you talk, how you perform, how you look, how you feel, how you think, everything. Now think about that today because that is a strong, strong um, sentence. Okay, I'm going to let you guys go. Have a great day. As always, sharing is caring. And if you haven't subscribed to my podcast already on your favorite platform, please, please do. Okay, stay safe and I'll chat to you guys soon. Bye-bye.